0: So we're gonna talk real quick about what is the difference? How do we organize our house or declutter our house and stage it for living versus staging it for selling? So one of the things that we think about, like most important thing when we're staging our house for selling is how big it looks, how open it looks, how user-friendly it looks. Does it look like there's anything that's a problem? Let's distract from all the problems that we aren't able to fix and fix as many as we can. If we have dated light fixtures, let's distract by hanging a nice modern or more updated picture on the wall or distract with some flowers or draw your eye somewhere else um, from away from the item that would be uh, looked at as a negative um, We have, you know, draw your eyes to the beautiful things in the room, like the beautiful fireplace or the big windows and distract from the dingy carpet that we already know needs to be replaced. Okay, let's not, let's keep people from walking in your house or looking at the online pictures and saying, wow, that's going to be expensive money, dollar signs everywhere they look and make them think about, oh, this could work. I can see this space fitting our furniture. We could put our sofa like this. We could, oh, the kids could get to the kitchen really easily like this. I love how it's laid out. Um, wow, look how big this bedroom looks and all of those things. Wow, this is a really nice, clean, relaxing bathroom. I can't wait to try it myself. Those are the things we want people to think when they walk in their house and You're trying to sell it. You want them to be able to visualize themselves there. In order to do that, you have to remove every bit of clutter, anything that is distracting from the actual house. So pictures with faces on them, even if it isn't actual people, if it's cartoon characters or whatever, a lot of times that can be very distracting. It would be better to have just a simple, uh, colorful picture on the wall or neutral monochromatic color on the wall rather than a personality filled picture. Complete opposite from when I'm staging the house for living. I want your family pictures up. I want to use the silliest ones. I want to use the ones that make you laugh or smile or feel all kinds of warm and fuzzy when we're staging your house for living. I want your kitchen to feel like you have to take as few steps as possible to work through getting your coffee done. Um, One quick example, when I'm staging a house, I want the countertops to look as cleared as possible. I don't want anything on the countertops unless it looks beautiful and feels like um, it's set up for like a vignette of things. So we did uh, in the last house I staged this week, we did a coffee pot and we put it on a marble tray and had some cute just a couple of little decorative items near it. So it looks like it's ready for you to just come and make your coffee right there. Put a little mug with it. It looks like it's just calling you in, come make your coffee in here. Now, if we're staging the house for living, I'm gonna put that on the the far right of my kitchen, where, or right next to the refrigerator. So if you use creamer or stuff in your, in your coffee, you don't have to go all the way around the kitchen to get that, I'm gonna put it close to the table. So what? You know, where are you gonna go when you get your cup of coffee? Are you gonna sit down at the table? Or are you gonna go in the living room? Let's make it the most convenient for you, the easiest flow, and put your coffee cups in the cabinet closest to it. Like, let's make it so easy that you don't have to make trips around the kitchen just to make a cup of coffee. I've seen so many houses where they set their house up and it really, it is about 10 steps to get, you know, 10 actual steps around the kitchen to finish your coffee and sit down. That's, I don't understand why. <laughs> why are we doing that to ourselves? Let's put everything right here so you literally can take two steps, three steps with your coffee and you're ready to sit down, done. You don't have to go around the room <laughs> to get anything done. Um, so that's what I'm thinking about when I'm staging a house and the differences of staging versus staging to live. So making it the most peaceful flow, the easiest, most convenient, but keep it attractive and keep it simple. You don't want a bunch of stuff in the way. You don't need all your coffee on the counter when you're, <laughs> when you're living there. You don't need all your coffee options available. You need what are you gonna use today or this week, depending on how many people are there and how many, how convenient is it how much space do you have to go and get the refill of your coffee pods or your coffee grounds? Can you just fill those up, make a little container, a little bowl, and set your little coffee pods in it on the little tray next to your coffee maker and put your cup there. It's ready for you. A travel cup, if that's if you are leaving hurry in the morning, get your cup ready and have it there and make it so convenient get your fresh cup and put it ready to use in the morning. So when you wake up and it's a busy time, it's ready. So one of the things that I think about that that people talk about all the time when they're trying to stage their house to sell or they're preparing to sell their house. Well, we need to replace this. We need to to replace this. This needs to be done. We need to repaint the whole house. We need all new flooring. We need all new light fixtures. We need all new doorknobs. Uh, we need to replace all the doors. This is You need to repair things that are damaged. You don't need to replace everything. You need to show your house and the best features that it has. But you don't need to go replacing everything if your house is doing just fine. Like if it's not damaged or um, really noticeably bad, then just leave it the way it is. And also contemplate when you're trying to prepare your house before a sale, is the carpet ruined? You know, have an expert come in. That's a lot cheaper than, you know, see if they can patch a a torn place in your carpet rather than replace the entire room of carpet. A lot of times they can take a little square of carpet from an unnoticeable spot in the closet and patch it with something very close, but you're not gonna see the contrast from the closet carpet to the center of a big room carpet. You know, you would notice that the carpet didn't um you know that it was a fresh spot on the carpet, a fresh patch of carpeting on your 20-year-old carpet. That's going to be noticeable in a big room. So it's better a lot of times they can go and take a little square from somewhere else and patch it in and make it look like it's always been there then you can't find it. I was, so that's something that's a possibility. Another thing that they do is have someone come in and do the carpet stretching and cut off the excess. If your carpet is like wrinkled up or if your floors need to be redone, have them polished and see if that helps. Like you can put a little bit of Old English or something in the on the flooring to get the coloring a little bit more um what is the right word? A a little bit more, um, the same all across this. I can't think of the word (laughs) anyways, so that the floor matches all the way across. You can put some old English. They have it for dark woods, light woods, whatever. Sometimes just polishing your floors and giving a good shine is enough. Okay. And that's very inexpensive. You can do that yourself. You can even rent a buffer yourself from sometimes the grocery store, Lowe's, wherever. I don't know. There's several different places you can go and get one. We have one, so I don't need to do that. (laughs) But I have so many people that are trying to do all these different things. And I hear people, and they're so stressed about the thought of moving because of all the things that need to be updated. Well, I'm telling you this right now. If I'm going to buy a house, I'm going to change the paint color myself. (laughs) I might want a different kind of floor and want to do that myself too. I would rather, I would rather those things, even granite countertops, I would rather pick my own countertops than have someone else pick stuff. I'm not a big fan of brown personally. I love wood tones and I love brown leather. But so far as like brown paints and brown, um, granites and things like that that are pretty common in a lot of houses um, I, I would prefer to have a fresher feel i like the cool tones instead of the warmer tones that's my preference but just think about what is it what is the goal for you when you're preparing your house to sell is the goal to sell it and get free from the burden of that house and move on to your fresh life or Is it to make top dollar, like a house flipper, and go in, if you're trying to make the top dollar, you go in and you do all of those renovations and stuff, but you need to make sure that you are gonna get your return on that investment. You're not just gonna break even, because if you're just gonna break even and it's not gonna make a big impact in your numbers, then why spend all of your time and energy and stress doing all of those updates if it's not going to make a big, huge impact in your numbers, okay? Get your real estate experts out there. Interview a couple of different realtors and, you know, really pick their brains for uh, your housing. Uh, There's so many realtors out there. Some of them really do focus on the high-end market. Some of them focus on that starter home market, and some of them are really focused on the neighborhood markets, like a specific neighborhood, or they only, like they are really expert in knowing what are the priorities, what are the people who are looking to buy in this neighborhood looking for, what sells quickly, what takes its time, what are the things to focus on. Ask your, every market, and the market changes. The market has changed so much from August to October this year, like huge difference. Houses are now sitting for months at a time, instead of, you know, going with it the weekend it lists like they were before. The market has changed. It is taking a little bit of time. A lot of neighborhoods aren't allowing a lot of the rental companies to buy up the houses. That was happening. I know in Charlotte where I live, that was a big problem, and a lot of the HOAs uh, put a stop to um, the rental. Cap. They put a rental cap in, so you can only have a certain percentage of homes in the neighborhood that are listed as rentals, and the rest of them need to be owner occupied. So that's something that's kind of a big deal, and it's made an impact in some of the the big corporate companies buying out houses um, that was happening so quickly. And I know in my neighborhood we have several houses. There's two of them right now that have been on the market for quite a while and the ones that have recently sold they sat on the market for quite a while like over well over a month before they actually sold now they had an offer about 30 days in but then it took some time and some of them went back on the market because the offer didn't work out you know whatever happened something didn't work out with the um the buyer or the, the loan or whatever, something didn't work out, now it's back on the market. So when you're thinking about these things, how fast do you want to sell your home? What is the priority to you? Do you wanna just sell it and be done and move on to your fresh life? Or do you wanna do the renovations and do a big impact and make your house feel so fresh and crisp? Um, a lot of the people that I'm working with are dealing with downsizing because of an elderly adult um, or a divorce or relocation. Those people that they, they don't have a lot of time. They need to sort through the items with the downsizing and the divorce items. But if you're just relocating, that you know, you already know where you need to go. You're that's pretty fast. That that's pretty easy. That should be done faster. You don't need to renovate your whole house. Let's not take all the time to do that. If you're in a divorce, do you really want to drag that out? to renovate the house and update all the things, or do you wanna just, this is what we're doing, this is how much the house is gonna sell for, we're done, okay, and, and move on and get it done in the next two, three months, six months. Like, it, it is a long time when you're dealing with people you don't enjoy being around anymore, people that bring you negativity and stress. That is something that you have to think about when you're preparing to sell your house. Sometimes just getting it sold is the best thing. Just get your stuff, anything you want to keep out of the house and (laughs) let the rest be donated or set up a, um, there's a lot of estate sales that'll do that. It doesn't have to be a huge amount of items. You can just do a yard sale. If you just have a few items, put that stuff out on the curb and do a curb alert on marketplace and people will come and pick that stuff up for free your neighborhood. There's, um, there's a lot of local buy nothing groups on Facebook that you can post stuff to that you want to get rid of. And people will come to your house and get it. You don't even have to, a lot of times they'll even bring a mover, <laughs> like their muscles they will bring people to move it wherever it needs to be. Um, I've sold stuff on marketplace for many people, um, that I've worked with over time and, You just If you're trying to sell things, it does take a little bit more time. You can spend two, three weeks, six weeks just trying to sell things. So think about how much time you wanna spend investing into the items that you don't want, okay? You already spent the money. You're not gonna get your full value back on anything that you already bought 98% of the time, okay? Every once in a while, probably 99% of the time, (laughs) every once in a while something has increased in value, It's more valuable, and every once in a while, um, it stays the same. You can get your same value for it. Gold, always, you can get your your same value. It's usually increasing in value, so that's a good item. But (laughs) things like books. When you buy the book at the bookstore, then you bring it home, you're not going to make that money back selling it. It's just not going to happen. Pieces of furniture, bedroom sets. You spent $5,000 on your bedroom set, you're Going to do pretty good to make a thousand dollars on it like 1500 you're going to do pretty good to make 1500 dollars on your bedroom set and it may sit for a while just those big tv cabinets and tv entertainment centers that they did for a while those are people are giving those away for free that they spent thousands on free free people will give them away from free that a lot of donation companies don't have the manpower to move things that are that big and heavy that need multiple people to move them. So (laughs) they don't even, they they won't even accept them. You have to think about what is the priority when you're moving? Is the priority to get rid of the stuff? Is the priority to move on to your new life? Or is the priority to make the most money as possible? How much time do you have if you're trying to make the most money possible? Because if you're trying to make money, it's going to take time you can't have it all. (laughs) So let's prioritize. And I mean, honestly, in almost every house that I go in, sometimes you can just rearrange the furniture a little bit, get rid of the accessories, the decor, um, everything personalized and just bring in some neutral stuff. And it improves the house so much that like it feels bigger, it feels fresher and it's going to sell a lot faster just simplifying it. Get extra pieces of furniture out of the room so it feels bigger. You don't need side tables beside every chair and dresser and everything. When you're staging it to sell, when you're staging it to live, set it up so that the way that you live, if you are always bringing a drink and a snack in there when you're coming in, you need a table next to where you're sitting. So that's a different situation. Staging to live and staging to sell are very different. We want it to be very user-friendly when we're living there, we want it to work for all the people that we have there. But when we're staging to sell, get rid of all that personal stuff, all that extra decor. If you have a full cabinet, like a full china cabinet, maybe just put a, one to three items on each shelf and that's enough to make it look like it's not empty and vacant, but it's not feeling like it's overwhelming the space. It's not Distracting from people looking around the house. You don't want them to look at all your items. They, you want them to look at the house and what's in the house. And if there are specific things about your house that you don't want them to notice, like in my house, one of the things that drives me crazy is when I'm sitting at the dining room table in the kitchen, all of the light fixtures, they don't line up straight. There's a, a straight, there's a line like a three foot section that has light fixtures, but they are, mis- they are zigzagging. And it is so awkward. Like one of them is, like two of them are centered. And then the other one is just like, I don't know, six to eight inches, maybe 12 inches over. And I don't understand it. And then they put the air vent right in your view from the door frame. Like, I, why is it right there? Couldn't they have moved it down uh, two feet? Like, why did they have to do it right there, anywhere else? Like two feet this way, two feet that way, not right in front of the door. That looks so terrible to me, but that's that's me. I'm particular about those things when I'm living in a house. So if that's something that you look for in a house, Let's distract a buyer. Let's put a draw their eye down to something like a plant on the floor or a plant on the counter instead of, um, or even artwork on the wall so that they're not looking up at all the light fixtures that don't align properly. Um, so think about those things and send me pictures if you want. I'll, I would love to see what you're working with on Facebook. Our Facebook group is How to Declutter, Organize, Style, and Design. And I do answer questions on there. So if you wanted to... Send me any questions. I would be happy to answer that. And I will be sharing a little bit more about this as we go along. We are in the process of downsizing and relocating multiple members, uh, multiple households this month in my family. But we are ending October. And then next month we are going to be starting next week. I have a couple of really awesome paper uh, organization podcasts coming out so I hope you guys will stay tuned and listen in for that and you guys have a blessed week I'll talk to you soon bye thanks for listening to this episode of the simplified and fabulous mom life podcast we would love to hear from you our podcast hotline for us is 980-389-0399 you can share your tips and tricks topic suggestions ask questions And let me know if we should answer any of these on the air. For other ways to connect, you can reach us at jmorganizingspaces.com. Thanks for listening to this episode. Did I say it right?